Hello, it's Dan uh, recording this after the fact. It's just coming up to my bedtime and I just realised that Rebel Yell outside of a Billy Idol context might be some horrible racist confederate bullshit. So I just looked, just had a quick look. Uh, some people say it's a yee-haw, but it does look like it's got some kind of that connotation to do with the uh, the confederacy during the civil war so quick note just to say fuck them fuck racist fuck all that shit um, and I don't think it's possible to have a conversation about country music and things like that without that kind of thing coming up it didn't come up tonight because Rich and I are quite stupid uh, and but that's no excuse for not addressing that kind of thing. So apologies. Um, don't bring politics into tapes, Dan. Dan, don't bring politics into tapes. So just tape some charity shops. You're a coward. Eat shit. Fuck you. Enjoy the show. Rich, are you excited to listen to a tape today? I'm always excited to listen to tapes. That's good, because hello, my name's Dan. And hello, my name's Rich. Uh, you're listening to a podcast, it's called Amazing Tapes. That is right, what we do, we get tapes that are unstreamable and hard to find, and we bring them to you, the listener. You're the listener, so why don't you join us on our adventure to try and find Amazing Tapes. Amazing Tapes. Brilliant. Cool. Cool. That was cool, wasn't it? That's the last cool thing you'll hear because we're listening to Rebel <laughs> Yell on the Rocks. I'm not sure what this what, volume's going to be. What, the Billy Idol song? Yes, the, uh, no, these are three gentlemen uh, stood on some rocks. That's it, that's all I know. Very reminiscent, very reminiscent of the uh, Ace of Spades cover. Yes, cover. yeah, I'll post the cover somewhere, probably. So, we're listening to Heartaches by the Number, uh, which is a cover, I don't know who did the original, um, but this guy's voice is a cracker, let's listen to this for a bit. Each day I love you more Now I've got heartaches by the number love that <laughs> That's like he's about to cry Now It's difficult to say isn't it <laughs> Now of course we'll come back to our usual uh, disclaimer We're not here to make fun of these tips oh, yeah. This is a sincere investigation into this ephemeral media and these uh, <laughs> these personal expressions. <laughs> However, these guys <laughs> difficult to to stay on the positive side because for me, how do you feel about this kind of music? Well, well I'd like to before I say anything. Yeah, I don't mind a bit of country. Yeah. Uh, but just the, the cool type of country, though, you know. 
<laughs> like, yeah, like, like fucking the front flying the burrito brothers. Sure, right. We've established uh, that. Or, or seventies Willie Nelson, that type of thing. The cool type of country. The cool type of country. <laughs> Now I've got a honey. The uh, country album that the birds did. That was good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, all the other stuff is shit. <laughs> <laughs> now I've got honey. Where, where are these guys from? Well, um, we don't have an awful lot of information uh, on here. It was recorded at the Music Box in Portsmouth. Now I know there are Portsmouths okay. in oh, right. the United States, but United States of America. I'm guessing that this is a Portsmouth in the United Kingdom. Um, Honey's by the number. That's not going to get old for me. Stop turning it up. Uh, no, I don't think so. Each day I love you more. Now I've got heartaches by the number. A love that I can win. And the day that I So the sort of the denigration of country music is, has been quite fashionable. It's not clever to shit on country music, but it's not really my cup of tea. Other than, of course, the cool country music, as you mentioned, that cool Which people listen to, as we've established previously. Mainly from the 70s, wasn't it? Mainly from the 70s, wasn't it? That and <laughs> uh, Garth Brooks, of course. Naturally. Huh, well. When was this? Was this, uh, was this shaky era? era? Um, I would guess, I don't know, this is going to be late 80s or early 90s, early 90s judging from the quality of the, uh, the quality of the inlay, I think it's quite nice. You remember Shaking Stevens? Uh, I, yeah. Is that before your time, after your, no, before your time. <laughs> uh, my exposure to Shaky, I guess, is this old house, the yep. Christmas one, and that Richard Madeley interview. Which, if you're going to absorb any of his output, is the one thing I would suggest you seek out. Definitely. I watched, for some reason, me and Ollie, my boy, Tony Old, watched uh, the video to either This Old House or Green Door. Huh. Quite recently, within the last year. I don't know how it came about. <laughs> <laughs> but we both started watching it, and then we just... <laughs> We both burst out laughing <laughs> exactly the same place and then just <laughs> laughed all the way through the video. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. I've never seen anyone looking so fine. Man, I gotta have she's one of a kind. Going once, going twice. So do the lady in the second row. She's an eight, she's nine, she's ten, I know. Got ruby red lips, blown hair, blue eyes. I'm about to bid my heart goodbye. <laughs> There's something about it that's just funny to me. I don't know what he's talking about. Uh, he was doing a kind of auctioneer's call about uh, meeting a lovely lady. It's quite funny. Um, so if these guys are from the UK, there, there was a period there, wasn't there? When was that? 80s, 90s. When you would get UK people 
enjoying that kind of country culture. Like you'd get a, a big belt buckle or something down the market. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Line dancing a, was big, wasn't it? Line was dancing was point. big, yeah. I had a, That's probably what did it. A, a bolo tie as a small child. Um, did you? I wouldn't have associated it with country at that time. I just thought, well, that's cool. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Had a skull on it or something like that, and I thought that's cool. I just, I just, that is cool. That is cool. Yeah, no, just to reiterate, that is cool. <laughs> we only like cool things that associated with. Well, yeah, um, and there's a tautology involved there. So if it's cool, we like it, and if we like it, it's cool. So there, there's not real huge amount of research that we need to do for this show because it all kind of works out nicely. <laughs> so they're a tight enough outfit. Um, Lead vocals by Rick Three Mason feet, right? are the probably probably the weak link in the in the chain. But then he did also program drums, so that and the acoustic guitar. He's a uh, triple threat. Yep. I wonder if he had the van. Pardon me. I wonder if he had the van as well. Chances are, yeah. Duncan Lacey was pedal steel and lead guitar, so he was, you know, he was the muscle of the outfit. Did you know this tape was signed, Rich? Do you know this inlay is signed? I think I might have seen that. So, Rick Mason says, best wishes. Uh, Duncan Lacey, lead guitar, says, all the best. Uh, they signed this in the sort of fashion that you would a co-worker's birthday card that you yes, didn't really know very well. Um, and Kelvin, Kelvin Brinicum, uh has written keep, and then I guess what is supposed to be a smiley face, but actually looks like a little grey alien head. So uh, he could have been a sort of alien... Conspiracy yeah. theorist in the 90s, that was big, wasn't it? It was big. This could have been a schwa that he's drawn. The old grey head. Is that what they call? Yeah. Grey, uh, grey lads. comes in that's when it's funny <laughs> it's because you've you've forgotten the tone of it and then it comes in and he's singing yeah. 100% through his nose as far as, as far as I can tell the music is perfectly adequate yes do yes. you know what I mean it sounds like a country music it, it does yeah yeah um, you know the the um, Drum machine drums make it a bit. It sound a bit cheap, maybe in the um, the recording, but otherwise very solid. Yeah, yeah. So you're you you're listening to that and you're just sort of chilling out, <laughs> and then here he comes. I guess the problem with being a UK mm. country band. Is you have to put on an American accent. You've got to put on an American accent. There's, yeah, there's no space either way. And if you're an American fella, 
you can have a, a sort of nice timbre to your voice and be very natural with it. Um, yeah. If you're an English fella, you get to pick and choose, don't you? You get to say, oh, I'm going to try and sound like Dwight Yoakam. I'm going to try and sound like Johnny Cash. You pick, you, you know, you sort of aim for something, don't you? And in yeah, yeah. Rick's case here, uh, <laughs> it might have it's just awful. been a little off the mark. <laughs> There's a girl trying to steal my heart. I'm tempted. It's a bit shaky, isn't it? Yeah. Buddy Holly. Yeah. Um, the American, the American shaky. The American cricket. Um, there's a little dedication in this tape. Uh, we wish to thank all the people who have shown an interest in our music and a special thank you to our families, without whose support we would never be able to do what we do. What do you think they did? Hmm. Um, I guess <laughs> yeah. sort of jobbing band. Yeah, I guess they ran Portsmouth, Southampton area. <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> around the Solent. Just one of, yeah. one of your classic Solent country fans. <laughs> But I'm not going to be able to tell you whether any of these are originals or covers not beyond Heartaches by the Number which was featured in Fallout New Vegas I don't think I've heard of any of these songs uh, other than Knocking on Heaven's Door which I don't believe is a Rebel Yell original <laughs> I'd be interested in their take on it though I would be interested on their take on it presumably it's the Guns N' Roses version the fucking 15 minute version <laughs> that, just, that just doesn't fucking stop so horrible that version since she I, know, I mean, you know, Guns N' Roses. Like them or don't. Like them or lump them. That, like them or lump it. That, uh, that is a fucking awful version of any song. But if anybody's songs are going to get uh, completely run into the ground, I would like it to be Clapton's. Oh, yeah, for sure. Put him on. Come in and he's, he's asked if, uh, if we're talking about Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately. Wait, no. Let's stop that tape and talk about Fortnite for a bit. No, just joking. Of course, I'm skipping it and flipping it because um, <laughs> there's nothing left on that side that we might recognise. But um, just rewind the B side. Now, um, we are in a, in a somewhat of a tricky position in that I don't know about you but I've exhausted all of the chat I've got about country music and mm. about the specific phenomenon 80s 90s of English country appreciation or bands and we've got about uh -huh. 15 Same. tapes from these kinds of bands <laughs> I, I did buy a job lot on uh, <laughs> 
on, on eBay for some reason. I thought I wasn't. I don't. I didn't realise they were all country. Are they all country? Some of them are. are they? A lot. I think a good chunk of them are UK-based country bands. Um, and it would have made for an, another podcast. It would have made for an interesting season. <laughs> What's yes. happening on your end? <laughs> Hang on, Alf, say hi. Hello. <laughs> Hello. What was that? What was that? <laughs> okay, bedtime. <laughs> you are you talking like that? <laughs> bedtime. School tomorrow. Night night. Yep. Night night. <laughs> See you in the morning. Seriously. Go. See you in the morning. <laughs> night night. No respect. Night. No respect. None whatsoever. No respect. That abuse I get off my children is unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, if only there was something you could do about that. But here we are. <laughs> so I'm busy. Um... Leave me alone. It's very important. <laughs> yeah, the best thing to do I'd is probably to, just play with love, them. I'd, I'd love to read. You. I'd love to read your story. However. <laughs> I've already read him story. It's way past his bedtime. Yeah, just disclaimer, folks. Um... Yes. I am actually an adequate father. <laughs> I, yeah, that's that's the that's about the level, right? Now, yeah, I think so. For a podcast where there was research done, or you know, a script or an effort put in, there's fodder here, isn't there? Then to go on an arc, a little journey. Maybe we listen to some country standards outside of it and try and relate things to country and try and understand country a bit more, um, a bit of a journey uh -huh. to go on. But I don't think we're going to do that. He <laughs> did it to me again. <laughs> Every time. Every time. Straight in, no warning. Straight in, no warning. Uh, he went in dry. This one is called Walking on the Moon. And he's doing that thing. I think his accent is pretty solid, right? It's not that bad. But he's doing that sure. thing that English people do a lot when they do an American accent. Where when they say mama, instead of making it mama, they put an R on the end, like mama. <laughs> it's not what... Nobody speaks like that. There was um, an advert on TV for a while. Uh, for I don't know what it was for, but the guy was doing an American accent, and at the end of the advert, he had to say "a uh, a gorilla," like he was shocked. So he said "a," and then he said "a" again, and then he said "gorilla," and he would go "er er gorilla." <laughs> like, there were no "r's" in the on the ends of those. And I feel like you're a voice actor, right? Maybe you need to, you know, do some deliberate work on your accent. But also, our culture has been so saturated in American voices for 50 years. You know, they don't go gorilla. Ridiculous. Pet, this is the, this is the segment of the show called Pet Peeves. I put in some like dirt, <laughs> some dogs barking in the background and cats meowing. <laughs> Who's the worst 
English actors who's done in, doing an American accent? Who's the worst? Um, that's it. I don't know. I've seen some bad ones. I remember Jude Law's one in Existence was particularly bad. Um, the one I fucking Martin Freeman in anything American he does. I don't know if I've seen him do anything American. He was in. He did Fargo, which I quite enjoyed. Oh yeah. Um, but I just couldn't get past his accent. Yeah, it's not good, is it? Uh, no, and in fucking all the shit Marvel films he's in. Ah uh, right, what does he do in those? Just the same American accent as well. Ah right. It's like it's it's the tip, you know, stand, it's just generic American. It's not really yeah. anywhere. <laughs> yeah, this like <laughs> mid Atlantic, like I'm no Robert Plant singing yeah. kind of <laughs> accent. <Yes. laughs> I mean, as far as I can tell. Yeah. Can you lean into uh, your microphone a bit more? No, I don't think I'm going to bother. I was walking on the moon last night. So it's cool. Sorry. No, it's your way too quiet. Doesn't make any sense. So Kelvin Brinkham on harmony vocals, and he's got a lovely falsetto. Last night. I was walking on the moon last night. Do you believe they did that, the Americans? Walked on the moon? Walked on the moon? Yeah. Probably. Probably. I think so. Fly like a bird. That's a song. I mean, I hate to give the Americans credit for anything. <laughs> but they probably, uh, they probably, probably land did. on the moon. They, yeah. Using Nazi scientists, of course. Of course, yes. Operation Paperclip. Uh, look it up if yep. you're not familiar. Almost entirely Nazis. So if you if you've ever looked up at the moon, you're complicit. <laughs> um, when we were kids, my sister used to say she could see the flag on the moon, and it used to wind me up. It oh, used yeah. to wind me up no end. No, you can't. No, you can't. <laughs> because they didn't go there. <laughs> <laughs> you quite enjoy of an evening a... Uh, a history channel not like cons well they, they are conspiracy aren't they like an ancient aliens or a yeah yeah there were there were giants yeah, roaming it. around sort of documentary yeah 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 I quite enjoy those and what's your what's your like feeling it. when you watch it just in incredulous or credulous uh, I don't know uh, I just it's quite enjoyable quite interesting characters a lot of the people involved in that yeah. sort of stuff <laughs> yeah they are if nothing yeah. else <laughs> <laughs> there's some, I mean? there's a good flat earth documentary on on I think it's on Netflix and yeah everyone on there is they've either been through it or they're going through it or yeah 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 you know, or you can they're <laughs> never coming out the other side of it yeah yeah it's interesting mindset yes we are at the point where these songs all kind of sound the same to me. And I know not all country sounds the same, right? That's There's quite a variety, I think, of uh, country yeah. tunes. 
but the ones that these lads like are all quite similar. Have you got to do the cover version yet? Uh, well, maybe. Um, so there's this, there's <laughs> I Need <laughs> Somebody. Then there's Stand By Me, which would be interesting right. if that's okay. Benny King to see yeah. what direction they go in with it. Then Knocking on Heaven's Door and then something called 50,000 Names, which is um, the only track which has something called a digital harmonizer on it. So it might be worth hanging on and uh, that good. seeing what that is, whether there's some digital vocals on it. It'd be very interesting. Sometimes I cry, sometimes I fly like a bird. Do you want me to try fast forwarding? Do you want, should we try our luck? Because we're going to recognise Stand By Me, all right? Or Knocking on Heaven's Door. Give it a go. Yeah. Give it a go, see what happens. See if you break the uh, tape recorder again. Could <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. happen, kids. <laughs> or the tape. So that's I need somebody. Right. Right. I think it is sort of Yokomish they're going for, isn't it? That kind of, that kind of thing. I think um, so. I don't really know that sort of because that's not cool country, is it? So. There you go. That's not cool country. That's why we don't know it. Um, but as as though it was sung by that by the bloke from Mud. <laughs> but. Nice, oh, cheeky ending. ending. That was a good ending. one. Here we go, stand by me. When the night has come <laughs> And the land is dark And the moon It's the only light we'll see the pedal steel is really all over it, isn't it? It's, it's a really. Uh, yeah, it I do like the sound of pedal steel, and it's doing a very good job on this on this tape. Yeah. Non-stop pedal steel. Non-stop pedal steel. Uh, Frank Black used some pedal steel quite nicely on his Frank Black and the. Yeah, the Catholics album Dog in the Sand. He also did a, a country album with, I think it was most of the uh, alive members of Booker T and the MGs. But I might have made that up because I'm not going to be looking up. Or, or the Wrecking Crew. Imagine I had a fact that was just like stone solid like yeah. that. Yeah. Man, you'd fact. think you were listening to a different podcast, wouldn't you? Stand by me, stand by me. It's an interesting arrangement. As good as the original? <laughs> well, let's go further. Knocking on Heaven's Door. Right. <laughs> oh, better than the original? Oh, I mean, come on. 
Let's call it now. This is the definitive version of this song. <laughs> I can't use it anymore. It's getting dark, too dark to see. Feels like I'm knocking on heaven's door. Imagine being a half-cut old fella in a, in a conservative club in the early 90s. You listen to some country music, and then they did this. You'd be blown away, wouldn't you? You would, actually. You'd be telling people for months after. And if you hadn't bought the tape uh, signed by Rick, Duncan and Kelvin, people wouldn't believe you, would they? He said they did a, they did a country version of... Of knocking on Evan's door. I've never heard anything like it here in the Solon. People would go wild. <laughs> they wouldn't believe you. They would. Imagine it kind of just three of them in a drum machine on stage. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. It's extremely easily. Visualizable, isn't it? It is for us. So, I did a search for 50,000 names a song, and it's a song by George Jones. Right. But it's some of these websites are saying that it came out in '94. Oh. It can't be that, right? Recorded in '91, but no. This is it was written in written in 1999 and then recorded in 1994. Was it just trying to make me sound fucking stupid? I can't shoot them anymore. There's a long black cloud following me. This is extremely good. This song's this is extremely good. Feels like I'm knocking on heaven's door. And Rick's vocals really make it for you. They really, it's really out there. But should we just try and get to the next one just to, just to make sure we don't? Yeah, we all know that song. We all know how it goes. We all know that one. Same song? Yeah. Yep. I just want to get the, st I don't want to miss the start of this because I really like it when his, uh, when his voice comes in. They're doing the yeah, doing the Guns N' Roses version. They're doing the Guns N' Roses version. Ow, ow, ow. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> imagine Rick doing the uh, axle dance. <laughs> the little, little hip shaking thing. <laughs> Sorry, drinking a smoothie. Very unprofessional. It was big. You had a big microphone, didn't you, Axel Rose? I did, and a big telephone. You ever seen big... that picture of him with a big mobile phone? <laughs> Quite amusing. Nothing. <laughs> Teddy bears. Yeah, so this is the um, George Jones song. All photographs Mama's bring Of daddies With their young boys Playing ball So this uh, is about the names carved into a war the memorial somewhere. Hmm. He used to wear Usually somber end to an episode. <laughs> 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 
Cigarettes and cans of beer. Notes that say. What do you think the digital digital harmonizer is? Digital harmonizer. Okay. What's that going to kick in? Oh, the oh, yeah, the drums are good though, right? This purple like heart. Marching band. Yeah. Packs of guns. Fatherless daughters, fatherless sons, fifty thousand. Do you think they ended the set with this? Can I can I? Just like you know, you're clutching your beer with a tear in your eye. They come from all across this land in pickup trucks and minivans, searching for a boy from long ago. They scan the wall and find his name. The teardrops fall like pouring rain, and silently they leave a gift and go. You big army fan, Rich? Love the army, God bless them. <laughs> Wait, where's your fucking poppy then, right? It's that time of year. <laughs> the most wonderful time of the year. <laughs> fucking poppy, whatever. Fuck a poppy day. <laughs> Fuck that big red poppy and his big Where's fucking your eye. Poppy? Do you know, <coughs> on, um, you know, whenever it is, Memorial Day, V Day, whatever, right? Mm. Sometimes you'll, you'll get this, this spirit in you, won't you? You've been telling fellas all day, where's your fucking poppy? Where's your fucking poppy? <laughs> and it'll get your blood up, won't it? It'll get your blood up. All hot and bothered, you get home, you see the missus, and you're like upstairs. She's she's scarpers up. She knows it, right? It's the one time of the year that you're going to be able to perform because the blood is all racing round. She gets up there, starkers on the bed, and you go up to her and you go, "Where's your fucking poppy?" <laughs> Lovely. Because <laughs> well with this music, actually. <laughs> it's what they imagined, I think, when they originally wrote it. Um, because, naked or not, there's no excuse to not wear your poppy. Now, the maximum respect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the bigger, the better. <laughs> Well, there were no digital harmonies to speak of on that one. I, no, I didn't hear any. Um, I, was I thought it might be like a, a vocoder type thing or share. Yeah, I was really looking forward to it. Like, was like, what direction are they are they going? That would have been that would have been mental. And they simply didn't go in a direction at all. Uh, they sang a song about a wall. Uh, so this is the time in the podcast where Richard and I oh, yes. say what time's that? simultaneously, reversely, three down to one, we say together in unison, and then post that afterwards, we say whether amazing, in which case we say an amazing tape. If that's not the case, we say an amazing tape together. It's as simple as that. 
three, one, two, three, two, one, two, one. An amazing tape. Now your microphone's quite quiet, but I'm assuming you said. Oh, fucking hell! I, I think there's something wrong. Your end. <laughs> <laughs> I said unamazing. Unamazing tape, which is which does put us in a difficult situation because we do have ten to fifteen more of these kinds of tapes. <laughs> Just chuck them in the bin. Just chuck them in the landfill. Bin. Maybe one of them will turn us around, though. We'll listen to one and we we'll go. Actually, Maybe. you know what? This is cool country. Do you think there's ever it been might... any English cool country? Now it's so. Why did English bands do country? I don't know. I, I guess it was just fashionable at the time, wasn't it? I guess so. I guess we had a very achy, different breaky, achy, view. Achy, breaky heart. Achy, breaky heart of America as the good guy back then as well, didn't we? So it was just like, look at their all their things are bigger. And all their food is bigger. Yeah. They have bigger, uh, they have must be better. They have Chinese takeaway in a little box. That's right. And that is still quite cool to me. That is cool. Sorry, I'm just thinking about those ten to fifteen other tapes. I, I'm, I'm sure it'll be fine. Chinese Chinese takeaway. Well, that'd be nice, wouldn't it? It'd um, be lovely. So. Never mind about that one. It was it's an interesting <laughs> relic of a of an era gone by. Um, I, Do you think was that something that happened in other countries as well? Like uh, European countries where people would like American stuff. Oh, I've absolutely no doubt about it. And and strap on a, a belt buckle and some do some boot scooting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like rock and roll was popular, wasn't it? And I guess. Do you know what? Rock and roll was probably quite popular. In the 80s, it seemed to make a comeback in uh, in Europe, didn't it? And you had those, again, In the was it in the 90s? In Japan, you had um, sort of rockabilly yes. fashion and stuff, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Massive, um, massive quiffs. But that's enough trenchant <laughs> insights from for today. <laughs> Do you remember stuff? Do you remember any stuff? Do you remember stuff? Do you remember when things Some happened? Do you remember cultural touchstones they were Some good weren't they you'd come home from good. school <laughs> yeah you'd run home from school you'd throw your backpack on the floor yeah um, you take the catapult out of your pocket little cap yep. off your head yeah and you'd engage with some cultural touchstones cultural uh, if you want to engage with some cultural touch touchstones we're at amazing tapes on twitter fuck facebook Anything else? Facebook. <laughs> Don't think so. Just, if you want to buy Rich a new microphone, then just send it through. Find out where he lives uh, <laughs> using the information we've given you about his life on this show over the past. I should have so been episodes. like. Should have speak spoke this close. Does that make a difference? Speak a lot louder. See what happens. Maybe I'll just get quieter as it goes along. Just get more and more fed up. <laughs> It'd be an interesting <laughs> character arc for you, I think. But now so. is the time to say goodbye, Rich. Goodbye, Dan. Goodbye. Goodbye.